The COVID-19 pandemic has placed companies under the microscope for how well they respond to the needs of a diverse set of stakeholders. HEC Paris Professor of Strategy and Business Policy, Georg Wernicke, shares his perspective on how engagement in corporate social responsibility, or CSR activities, may affect firms' well-being not only during the crisis, but also in its aftermath. In times of crisis, a strong commitment to the well-being of stakeholders is of utmost importance. Companies around the world are currently facing sharp drops in demand that puts jobs at risk, threatens the income of suppliers and local communities, and which erodes the confidence of providers of finance to firms. I therefore welcome that companies around the world are stepping up their social responsibility activities. Examples are Unilever, a British-Dutch conglomerate which donated soap, sanitizer, bleach and food worth 100 million euros. Or the German chemical company BASF that gave away over 100 million masks and which supplied healthcare facilities with hand sanitizers free of charge. The US firm Microsoft decided to grant its workers 12 weeks of paid parental leave because of school disruptions. Several French firms undertake similar activities. For example, Danone announced to guarantee all employment contracts and wages until the summer, to extend childcare and healthcare programs, and to put in place a 300 million euro fund to support fragile suppliers. Schneider Electric enhances its worldwide benefit standards, including health and family care, and creates a fund dedicated to support emergency reconstructions that became necessary because of COVID-19. Every crisis is different. The COVID-19 crisis disproportionately affects companies heavily dependent on supply chains, employees, and local communities. However, the crisis has some commonalities with the 2008-2009 financial crisis. For example, the abrupt and stark decrease in revenues and in the confidence of businesses and customers. Like today, employees feared about their jobs and financial security, suppliers about their customers, governments about tax revenues, and shareholders worried about the value of their stocks. Given these commonalities, can we learn something from research that used the last financial crisis to study how engagement in CSR affects firm well-being during and in the aftermath of a crisis? Yes, I think we can. Let me briefly summarize the findings from three recent studies that are especially relevant for this topic. The first study is by Carl Linz and Coursers and was published in the Journal of Finance in 2017. The authors show that during the 2008-2009 financial crisis, firms with higher engagement in CSR experienced 4 to 7 percentage points higher returns than that firms with low engagement in CSR. Firms with higher CSR also experienced higher profitability, higher growth, higher sales per employee, and were able to raise more debt. The second study is by Marc Desjardins, Tima Banzal, and Yang Yang, and was published in 2017 in the Journal of Management. This research provides further evidence that stock prices of firms with strong engagement in CSR suffered less during the financial crisis. The stock prices of such firms also recovered faster to pre-crisis levels. The positive effect of CSR, both on the initial loss in share value and on the time it took the share price to bounce back to pre-crisis levels, was stronger for firms with more long-term oriented CSR activities. And this is very interesting. Long-term CSR-oriented CSR activities are practices that tend to be deeply embedded in an organization and which require changes in organizational processes. Comparably short-term oriented CSR activities are, for example, donations. Such activities do not require fundamental changes in organizational systems, routines or structures. But keep in mind, both types of CSR activities were found helpful for firms to recover from a crisis. So apply to the examples I mentioned earlier. Donations like the one made by Unilever are helpful for firms to master and to recover from the COVID-19 crisis. But what is more important are CSR activities that are deeply ingrained in firms' rules, routines and sustainability practices. In this regard, 
Unilever's suspensions of a number of the company's change initiatives meant to tackle complex social and environmental problems may backfire in the end. The third and final study on the role of CSR during a crisis is a work in progress by Caroline Flammer and Yanis Ioannou. In their research, the authors look at how firms adjusted their investments into key strategic resources in response to the adverse business conditions which were present during the last financial crisis. One of the study's major insights is that firms that did not roll back their engagement in CSR fared way better once the economy recovered than firms that had cut their investments into CSR during the crisis. Firms are not alike, and some firms are hit harder by the COVID-19 crisis than others. Hence, there is no one-size-fits-all advice. But taking the conclusions from the three pieces of research I just summarized together, this research strongly suggests that not rolling back on engagement in CSR during the COVID-19 crisis will help firms to recover faster from the crisis and also more robustly. Research also suggests that for a successful recovery, firms will need to attend carefully to a diverse set of stakeholders. CSR is helpful during a crisis because it creates trust with important stakeholders, especially with employees and suppliers. CSR also strengthens relations with customers, increases employee loyalty and motivation, and it reduces knowledge spillover to other firms. It also helps firms to attract investors. Investors were found to perceive firms with more robust stakeholder relations as more transparent and less likely ridden by governance problems. With that being said, I urge firms to abstain from talking but not walking their talk. CSR and sustainability have been the buzzwords of the last decade, and many firms issued well-sounding statements about their purpose and engagement with stakeholders. A crisis acts as a magnifying glass and puts the focus of public attention on whether firms do walk their talk on their espoused values and purpose statements or not. Indeed, firms that have placed profits above everything have been publicly shamed. For example, those that provided insufficient means of protection to their employees. At the same time, Firms that paid careful attention to their stakeholders, such as Unilever, BASF, Microsoft, Danone, or Schneider Electric, have often been praised. My own research shows that firms should pay utmost attention to actually walking their talk if they want to prevent severe and likely long-lasting backslash from their stakeholders and the general public. And this advice is not just for crisis situations. People have a long memory, and what companies do right now matters.